Hi everyone, welcome back to the MedBullet Step 2 and 3 podcast. In today's episode, we covered the topic of mycobacterium other than tuberculosis, found under the infectious disease section at medbullets.com. Let's begin with a clinical snapshot. A four-year-old boy presents to the pediatrician by his mother due to noting a lump under his mandible. She first noticed the lump approximately two weeks ago, and it has progressively increased in size. On physical exam, the patient does not appear to be in any acute distress. There is a 2-3 centimeter non-tender mass with parchment-like skin overlying the mass. The mass is drained and cultures and a polymerase chain reaction are sent for the mass. This is a case of superficial lymphadenitis likely caused by MAC. Let's continue with an introduction to mycobacterium other than tuberculosis. Clinically, this is defined as infectious mycobacterium that is not tuberculosis, which can cause four clinical syndromes. Pulmonary disease is typically caused by mycobacterium avium complex, or MAC. Superficial lymphadenitis, which is caused by MAC more commonly in children, or mycobacterium scrofulaceum, or mycobacterium almoensive. Disseminated disease in immunocompromised patients, such as those with AIDS, which is most commonly caused by MAC, and skin and soft tissue infection, which is most commonly caused by Mycobacterium marinum. This is typically due to direct inoculation of the organism. Let's discuss these diseases in more detail. For pulmonary disease, symptoms are typically nonspecific and depend if the patient has underlying pulmonary disease. Patients with underlying pulmonary disease typically present similar to tuberculosis, such as with the cough, weight loss, upper lobe infiltrates, and cavities. Symptoms may include cough that is dry or productive, fatigue, malaise, dyspnea, and weakness. When making the diagnosis, this is based on clinical and radiographic findings, such as nodular or cavitary opacities or multifocal bronchiectasis. There is also sputum acid fast bacilli on culture, and lung biopsy with mycobacterial histopathological features, such as granulomatous inflammation or acid fast bacillus. Superficial lymphadenitis will present with an enlarged lymph node, most commonly at the cervical facial node in children. This may be non-tender and unilateral, and it enlarges over the course of weeks. When making the diagnosis, a culture or polymerase chain reaction of the fistula drainage, tissue, or caseous material may be obtained. Remember that this most commonly affects children less than 5 years of age. For disseminated disease, this presents with fever, fatigue, malaise, anorexia, and sequelae of organ involvement may include bone marrow or hepatosplenomegaly. Bone marrow involvement may present with neutropenia and anemia. When making the diagnosis, this is with blood cultures of the mycobacterium. Remember that risk factors include advanced HIV infection, hematologic malignancy, tumor necrosis alpha inhibitors, or other immunosuppressive agents. Skin and soft tissue infection will present with the skin lesion that is erythematous or bluish, and there may be a papule or nodule at the site of an abrasion. Lymphadenopathy may also be present. To make the diagnosis, one should culture or PCR the lesion. Remember that fishermen or people who work at aquariums are at risk of developing mycobacterium marinum infection. With regards to the epidemiology, Remember that the most common non-tuberculous species that causes disease in humans in the United States are MAC and M. consassi. In terms of treatment, medical options include macrolides, rifamycin, and ethambutol. This is indicated as initial empiric treatment options for MAC. 
remember that in cases of macrolide resistance, the regimen is changed to rifamycin, ethambutol, clofazamine, and an intravenous aminoglycoside. Also note that the appropriate treatment for Mycobacterium marinum has not been identified. And lastly, complications related to non-tuberculous mycobacterial infections include dissemination of the non-tuberculous mycobacterium, which can occur in severely immunocompromised patients. That's all for this review about mycobacterium other than tuberculosis. We hope that was helpful. This is the MedBullet Step 2 and 3 podcast, a daily audio review session for MedBullets, the free learning and collaboration community for medical student education. As a reminder, you can follow along with these podcast episodes by reviewing the topics directly on MedBullets.com. You can listen to these episodes on the MedBullets website or phone app while reading through the topic. If the MedBullets podcast has been valuable to you, we'd be thrilled if you considered leaving us a five-star rating and writing us a review on Apple Podcasts. It will help us spread the word and increase our discoverability tremendously. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you all tomorrow, right here on the MedBullet Step 2 and 3 podcast.